Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. Let's do this. I am so happy that you are here. Today, we're going to talk about how to conquer common pitfalls or common communication pitfalls, let's just say. Um, but first, a little speaker wisdom. You know, I hear quite often that a lot of people have, uh, you know, a problem when they're starting out, you know, when they're, when they're hosting their first event. And uh, I was talking to a lady the other day who was just really down in the dumps because she just had an event. It was a disaster. So she said she didn't know if people left, people came. It was just so chaotic. This event was virtual. Um, but I've heard the same thing during live events as well. It's actually been a trend now that a lot of live events are not um, producing very well. So I'm just going to give you some words of wisdom to just help you along this strategy because as you know, hosting your own events, whether it's live or in person, will greatly increase your chances of getting you know, consistent, consistent income coming into your business. And I want that for you. Absolutely, I do. And so uh, hosting events on a consistent basis is so vitally important, but we all have to start somewhere. Um, there's a very popular, I guess you could say, famous um, coach, online coach named Amy Porterfield, and she makes about, I think she brought in about $3 billion in her company by hosting events that led into her coaching programs. Well, her first event, her first event, she produced only $350, right? $350 to $3 billion uh, is a huge jump. But you know what separates her from so many people is that she did not give up. She didn't give up. She kept on hosting events. And you know what? She got better and better and better and better and better as time went on. You know, I've hosted events as well, both virtually and in person. And you know what? My first event was probably terrible um, and nerve-wracking. But I knew this valuable skill that I'm teaching you today, which is to continue to do them over and over and over again. You're going to find it. You're going to gain new insight, new skills, new techniques, new tactics, new strategies that's going to make them better and better and better. I should probably um, put a, a seminar or not a seminar, but a session out uh, soon about this, this topic to just give you some tips and strategies to make sure that you have a very successful event because success, successful events or events period should be part of your marketing strategy. Anyway, so um, doing that is really going to show your expertise in your industry, really showcase what you do, really bring people in, right? The people who are attracted to what you have to offer. But you know what? They allow people to really get a better feeling for you, right? And understand that, you know, you you are an expert in this industry. And, you know, people buy from those they know, like, and trust. And so this is a great way for people to get familiar with you, uh, hosting events. 
I recently went to two events this month. Now I'll tell you the difference between the two. The first event, they promoted the event for about a year and a half and not many people showed up. They had a lot of speakers, you know, that were supposed to be there, a huge audience. They were communicating throughout the year, really building momentum. The, the marketing, the branding was seriously on point. But there were some valuable things that were missing that caused the event to really not do too well. However, the host of the event, she's a super strong, amazing lady. And she was like, you know what? This is just the first of many. She does, she has, um, she does very, uh, a lot of very successful virtual events, but now she was really entering into the live event space. Uh, and so she's like, you know, I know how this goes. This is just our first event. We're going to do more and more and more. We're going to open it up to the community, bring people in and help and serve um, by um, using our viable, viable speakers. And so she knew this valuable skill, even though the first event wasn't very successful. I mean, it was successful, but it wasn't which she had envisioned it to be. Now, the other event that I went to uh, this month, I mean, it was packed. People could barely fit into the room. And so there are some distinct differences that I saw between both of the events uh, that caused the second event to really be successful, really be successful. Like I said, stay tuned because I'm going to work on putting together a, a session for you that's going to really help you to or an episode for you that's really going to help you to learn what really creates a successful event. But the overall idea is to just not give up, right? There's so many things we give up on uh, after we fail the first time or feel that we don't succeed or imposter syndrome sets in. But the reality is, is that, you know what? Everyone starts somewhere. Everyone starts somewhere. And so I definitely want you to continue to grow continue to expand, continue to increase, continue to get better and share your message with the entire world. And the best way to do that is through events, hosting their own events. And so that kind of leads us into today's topic. I was actually um, facilitating an event uh, to a group of professionals and we sent them a survey and we asked then what are some common communication like pitfalls um, that they experience they want to know more about? And the first one that they said was something that's pretty common, but I'm going to give you some tips and strategies that's going to be able to help. And that is rambling. Do you know anyone who just rambles? It just rambles on and on and on and on and on and not allow other people to get a word in. Well, when you think about it, that's not communication. You know, communication is a two-way street. You have to send out communication. The communication has to be received from someone else. They interpret it or uh, absorb that information and they give it back to you. That's communication. If you think about it, let's say if you go to a networking event or social event or gathering or you're talking to your best friend, you are passing along the communication back and forth. So why is it that when we get into these business environments, I guess you could say, we start rambling. We start so fast. For one, I'll tell you the secret. For one, you know, it just shows you know, lack of insecurity in what you're saying. It shows that you're nervous. 
And it shows that you may not know what you're talking about. You're just trying to get, you know, as many words in as possible in hopes that the other person really is not listening. And so um, rambling on and on and on and on and on isn't the best communication, but we can help solve that. When you think about, think about politicians, some politicians, some politicians, let's just say, uh, who have great communication skills. Look at them. Some things that they do, that they speak a little slower. They speak very confidently. They pause and allow other people to ask them questions. Let's say reporters or, or maybe audience members to ask them questions. They stop in order to do that. They listen to those questions. They process them. And they give an, an educated a relevant answer. That's communication. So we want to really be seen in the eyes of our audience members as someone who is really put together, someone who is, you know, just has a strong stance in our knowledge and expertise. And the best way to do that is to stop rambling. So to speak slower. And so I'll give you some tips and strategies that helps me because I used to ramble as well, is reading out loud, reading a book out loud. When you're reading out loud, you kind of slow your mind. Hi, this is Chrissy Love of Be Seen, Be Love, and I'd like to invite you to tune in to my show that's being aired on WinWinWomen.tv every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7 p.m. UK time to get public speaking tactics that can be used to increase your communication skills in a way that will up-level your career and your life. And you're really processing each word as you read. And so I used to read out loud every day to kind of slow my pace, find my pace, right? Which helped me tremendously when I was speaking in front of groups of people or maybe virtually. Now, virtually, you want to speak a little bit faster, but again, you don't want to ramble. You know, people are busy. So you definitely don't want to speak too slow, but a middle tone, a confident tone is going to allow people to really be receptive to what you have to say, right? And when you're communicating with someone else and you're connecting, you're creating that bond with the other person, you're, you're saying something and you're allowing them to speak and then back and forth. That's when you create that bond. So you don't, when you ramble, usually that's all about you, right? You're not really thinking about the other person. And that kind of leads me into the next, I guess you could say, common communication pitfall, which is bad listening habits. You know, people who ramble or talk really fast, they're really not listening to the other person. They're thinking about what other work can I get in this next, this next moment. <laughs> and so listening is another key factor that's going to help you to become a better communicator. Now, how can you show someone that you're listening? Number one, slow down, slow down. Sometimes, you know, our mind are racing so fast, we want to just get our ideas out. But realistically, think about it. Other people have great ideas too. They have great information that contribute to the conversation as well. And so you want to listen to the other person. 
And some ways that you can show that you're actually listening is by nodding your head, smiling, and having eye contact. Now, one thing I've noticed with a lot of people is that when they're talking, their eyes are going everywhere, all over the place. For me, that sounds that shows me that that person is not like trustworthy. That person is really not confident with what they're saying. And that person is not really speaking to me in a way that's beneficial to me. And so that's why I always try to look that person in the eye when I'm communicating with them. It's so valuable and important because I want them to know that, hey, I'm paying attention. I'm interested in what you have to say. What you have to say is important. So let's work together to get a great result out of this conversation. So that's what you're going to get when you speak with me. You're going to get someone who's who's really in the moment, who's really present in that conversation. And I do that by listening. I think that's the most important part of communication. You can be a great orator. And I've heard amazing orators who just sound so dignified. However, they're not great listeners. They're not great communicators. And so... A lot of people think that, oh, just because they use big words or they can uh, pronounce and articulate perfectly that they're great communicators. And I beg to differ. I don't think so. I'd rather someone speak with me or communicate with me in a way that touches my heart, right? Makes me feel something, gets me inspired, encouraged, and interested in what they have to say and speaking authentically than someone who uses these amazing and big words. And so think about that. How can you become a better listener? What are some things that you can do? Maybe lean in, there's body uh, gestures that you can incorporate into your communication style that also allows you to show the other person that, hey, I am here and I'm present, I'm listening. Now, one, there's another I guess you could say pitfall that some people fall into, and that's uh, more on the speech side. And listen, you are preaching to the choir for talking about this because I used to have a problem speaking as well. And that's with stuttering. Uh, my issue was more on the lines of slurring my words, to slur my words. And so I really had to work very hard on not slurring my words and articulate my words more carefully. And so some things that helped me tremendously was reading again and reading out loud and practicing, 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 practicing. You know, I found that I was, you know, speaking too quickly. When I was speaking too quickly, my mind was really not catching up with my lips, I guess you could say, and things were all mumble jumble. My thoughts weren't clear. I would just spurting out things that I, I didn't want to say and things that I wanted to say I didn't say. It was just a big mess. But working toward uh, being a better communicator, being a better speaker and practicing on a regular basis allowed me to mitigate the slurring and the, and the stuttering problems as well. You know, when you're slurring or stuttering, you're just your mind, again, is moving faster than your words. And so you want to just slow down, 
pause a bit, deep breathe, breathing it definitely helps, breathing through your diaphragm helps you to calm your nerves, calm your mind, calm your body, and really be ready for that conversation. But again, slowing down is going to help because when you're when you're stirring, there's a signal that's getting crossed there that's not um, like coordinating together to say that certain word or communicate that certain message. And so you want to slow down a little bit, and it's okay to do that. And and make sure that you're speaking at a slower pace, but your mind, right? Your mind is thinking first on the word that you're going to say, and then you say it. It takes a little practice, but it allows you to mitigate the stuttering and slurring. Now, for slurring, there's a technique that I used a long time ago, and I'm not sure if I can do it. I haven't did it in about 20 years, but I would take a pencil, put it in my mouth like this, and speak, okay? That allowed me to open my mouth when I was speaking. And so I would practice my presentations with the pencil in my mouth and in the mirror. So try that, see how that works. And you'll see soon that you'll be able to better use your lips, use your mouth, slow down and speak in a better, you know, pace, right? Pace. It's more smoother pace and a more confident speech because when people are stuttering, you know, you kind of lose the audience, right? You kind of lose your audience. People kind of lose interest. You don't want to do that. You want to bring it back. Remember, focus on the person or the audience member and serving. And that's another tip that I can give you. When you are really working on serving that audience, getting all the, the thoughts and and insecurities about yourself and you push that away and you focus on putting all your attention to that person or that audience member because because you want to help them you want to be able to get them out of that certain situation you want to be able to transform their lives using your level of expertise that's what's going to enable you to become a better communicator and you're not going to be thinking about your your speech problems and those usually go away because your focus is on something bigger, something greater than yourself. And so practice this. Practice this. Make sure you let me know how, how it goes. So we talked about how to eliminate the rambling, right? How to overcome those bad listening skills and how to overcome any stuttering or slurring. Um, deficiencies that you may have in your speech that you want to create, you know, something better and get better at. And so that I hope is going to help you. Okay. Work on that, but nothing is going to help if you're not practicing. You must practice. That's the name of the game is to practice, practice, practice. There's not a week that goes by that I do not practice my communication skills, my vocal inflection skills, read out loud, all the things that I'm I'm sharing with you are things that I do myself and it's allowed me to grow and advance in this area of communication over time. And so I invite you to do the same. And lastly, if you want any help in this in this area, let's say you have a, a business or you are looking to just elevate your level of expertise in your industry as an expert, come see me. 
But first, check out my website, www.speaktoriches.com. That program is extremely conclusive, and it gives you pretty much everything I know about the art of public speaking. It's backed by my over 20 years experience in the industry, and I hold nothing back. I help you to go from an amateur to positioning yourself as an expert who is always, always gaining income and uh, a lucrative and sustainable business around public speaking. I teach you all the ins and outs, secrets and tactics and strategies on how to do that. I have it for a very low price going on right now. So check that out. Sign up. It's a no-brainer. So 12 weeks with me, and you're going to be able to ask all the questions that you can. I'm going to be there for you and guide you along the way. Now, if you want to contact me, you can also go to my website, www.bcbelove.com. I'd be more than happy to talk to you and see how I can support you along your journey of success. And with that, that ends today's episode. But you're not going to get rid of me just yet. I'm going to see you the same time, same place on the Be Seen, Be Loved show next week. And I just want to give you or send you much love and success. Bye for now.